I'm Commander Shepard, and this is Casually Hardcore, my favorite podcast on the internet. The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airways. This is Casually Hardcore, live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. For Sunday, I believe the 19th of January, already more than halfway through the first month of 2014. Holy crap. This is Casually Hardcore. And I'm Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I am Dexa. And I'm Grail. Hello, technology attempted to throw itself in our path, and we drove right the hell over it, and we are on the air anyway, because reasons. Because mm-hmm. we're just that just that Dedicated? Good. <laughs> yeah, just that good. They were the speed bumps under our SUV. In other words, the rest of us shut up and sat here while Gnomewise fixed the problem. Basically. <laughs> That's my natural state. Yeah. I'm an IT professional. That is what happens. People, the good ones, sit by quietly and let you do your work. That's right. <laughs> the freaking annoying ones have opinions and will like <laughs> grab the mouse out of your hand. Oh, you did not just do that. It takes years of experience to know when to do nothing. <laughs> yep. You, sir, oh, have yeah. the experience. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> Nice shirt, by the way. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, supposed to be the jungle? No. That all the that no. all the those are just the staves. Very the... Uh, iconic items for certain champions. Mm-hmm. So we are hopefully going to remain on the air. <laughs> if we suddenly go dark, this just means because we're still on the old rig uh, that it has spontaneously rebooted. Just stick around. We'll reemerge for the podcast listeners. No time will ever pass. Because, once again, reasons. Mm-hmm. The best reasons. The tastiest reasons. <sighs> okay, I'm over it now. Okay. <laughs> I can now play a drop-in. Silence! Just to see if it works, you know. I what was going to say, we are, thing? actually, all of us are pretty silent right now. So, playing the silence drop-in really didn't do much. It didn't do anything. No! You cut him off midstream. That hurts. No! That's still one of my favorite lines from uh, Thor when Coulson is talking to Thor. He says, you made all my best men look like a bunch of minimum wage mall cops. Yeah. That's hurtful. That's hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we love Phil Coulson. Yep. Because he's written like that. Yeah, ah. he's really good. Did you watch the new episode? I've finally got caught up on the missing two and the non-answer to what exactly the hell was done to him was yeah. deeply unsatisfying. Yeah. Pretty much. As yeah. intended, I think. It's like, we use cool stuff to bring you back to We're life. We're not going to say what it is. Right. We're going to acknowledge the fact that you died and we brought you to life. life. By the way, spoiler, but I mean, day one, episode one of this thing, you knew Coulson was back to life, so that's hardly a spoiler. Right. Yep. But in the uh, second most recent 
Agents of Shield. The uh, it was called uh, a magical place was yes. the title of the yes. episode, and there was there was some on the nose discussion and remembering yeah. and, and acknowledgement of the fact that okay, yeah, you were dead for yep. a really long time. Yeah, and we brought you back, and you didn't want to come back. Yeah, we we brought you back by means. Yes, and it was stuff. unpleasant, and and stuff happened, and and your brain may or may not have been poked. With Lots repeatedly. Of times. repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> Look what happens when I poke it here. Yeah. Oh, hey, check that out. Send in the brain poking robot. <laughs> <laughs> He's twitching because I have my axe in his nervous system. system. Right. Or Buckaroo Bond said, no, no, don't pull on that. You don't know, you know what that's attached to. Right. Um, so I, I, I'm of the opinion that they drop some hints in there because he confronts the doctor, mm-hmm. um, you know, Sheriff, uh, Shepherd Book. Right. And... The doctor claims to have been called in for his seventh operation. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go out on a limb and predict that, that means that was their seventh attempt to revive him. Bring him back. And that we will at some point in this series see number six that got away. And <laughs> number he just six ran. that got away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out in the woods. Evil, evil Coulson will make an appearance. So you're predicting cloning then? It was a clone or something like that, but the, that that the seventh operation was actually their seventh ground-up attempt to revive a functional, non-insane Coulson. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, they because obviously they had to do some operations to repair the gaping hole in his chest, right? There which is were that. probably there is separate that. from the operation to get you right. know, jumpstart the brain, right? So, right. Well, didn't the doctor explain that the reason they were messing with his brain was to give him a good memory since it was uh, That's what he said. horrendous well, yeah. and horrible what he was yes. going through? And that he was basically a monster until they re- reprogrammed his you know, exposed brain. Well, he'd given up his will to live. They, right. He didn't yeah. say he was a monster. He said... He just wanted to die. He said that he, he, he had no will more to will to live. Right. And and that you know he's laying on the table begging, please let begging me die, die. please right. let me die, please please just let me die. So was, you know we'll see where they go with that. Not a pleasant. Yeah. I, although I will certainly applaud that actor for playing the part well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Coulson? he did. Oh yeah, I was practically yeah. in tears when he was on that table, oh, like yeah, the episode before really where he was. He did yeah. an amazing job. Yeah, with that. nailed it. Yeah. Job yeah. Done. Almost as good as, you know, um, Cumberbatch did that, that poetry on <laughs> the poetry, like, Jimmy Kimmel. R. Kelly. R. Kelly. R. Kelly song. Yep. Yeah. We should have a promise. <laughs> promise. Yeah. Well, here, actually, so that was on YouTube, right? Yeah. It was on yes. YouTube, but it was Jimmy Kimmel, Cumberbatch reading R. Kelly's, R. Kelly's genius song. Genius song. Genius song. Okay. Yeah. Reading the lyrics. It's just his facial expressions yeah. are amazing on that. <laughs> He's trying so hard not to crack up. Yeah. I'm going to try and deliver this, and it was good. It was oh. good. It's but awesome. I know I haven't seen the the next two episodes. Although today's the 19th, right? So today the first one airs here in the U.S. I believe of Sherlock? tonight, Sherlock. Yeah, so the first so. one. Yep. Yeah, the first one airs here, and which I've already seen. And um, I'm getting the next two, yeah. so I'll view those. Ten, ten, out of, ten out of ten would would watch again. Huh? Ten out of ten would watch again. Ten out of ten. Yes, again. yes, yeah. I would watch it again. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It was good. It, it's, it, Just like it, I it, would eat that chocolate souffle again from last night. 
Actually, it's been ten out of ten. What, three weeks, four weeks since that episode aired. Yeah, so yeah. I think, I think, I think we're safely first. out of spoiler territory. As I mentioned earlier, we okay. Have so here's a, a new superpower that I have because of the way I've wired the rig. Because uh-huh. of butt. Because of butt. Because of mm-hmm. butt. So we can actually play this audio out to the listeners. Listeners. So they nice. can they can participate and hear the glory that is Benedict Cumberbatch, Cabbage Patch Kid, reading R. Kelly's Genius. Genius. Eclectic mix of guests tonight, so I wanted to figure out a way to bring them <laughs> together, and I think we have here, here now with the yeah, it seems to be stuttering. So, no, yeah, that's not going to work. The Sorry. The old rig is not up to Barry the challenge. Barry has put the link in IRC. Very good. It, yes. was, it, it will was be in the show. Very good. But definitely listen to it. It's freaking hilarious. Yeah. I couldn't stop laughing. You played it for me, and I yeah. was like, I'm. Hang on, I gotta calm down before I accidentally pee a little. <laughs> it was so <laughs> just good. really bad. Pee is coming out. It's pretty mm. good. But yeah, no, the episode was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked the. Uh, I was concerned once I realized that they had given John a uh, love interest, a wife. Of course. Well, I mean, yeah. the, the characters based on mm-hmm. had a wife over the course of the the stories, but yep. they. had and my fear was that they were going to set Sherlock and Mary at odds, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I thought would be really boring mm-hmm. and dumb. And he's at odds with everyone else. I mean, that would she would just be another person right. he would be right. at odds with, and just like everybody else. Instead, she instantly likes him, mm-hmm. and they drop some hints in there that I think she is possibly genius level smart. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And when, John is completely unaware of the fact that she's she, really smart. She's but because she interacts with Sherlock on his level immediately. Mm-hmm. She immediately realizes that something has been sent texted to her in code, mm-hmm. right? Using a skip code, and it's just she's just immediately on board for everything. And I didn't expect that them to go that way with yeah. that character. Yeah, it was, and good... it, was, it was a really pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking they're, they will wind up revealing later on that, she, that John was attracted to her for the same reason he's attracted to Sherlock is danger. He, and no, he he just has a thing for really smart, smart people. people. He likes, likes on, the on a sub, on a subconscious level, yeah. Yeah. and I they do a real a lot of really fun stuff with storytelling with yeah. a really smart wife and Sherlock as the third wheel. Yeah. And right. so I'm, I'm hoping that's where they go with that and looking forward to the kind of the fun banter and, and storytelling that they, that they may do. I have not watched the next two episodes yet. I got to get them cashed and yeah. yep. see where, because the, the blurb for the next one is they're obviously going straight into the wedding. Right. Because Sherlock's next big challenge is being the best man, being for, best man. for John. So Right. They're charging forward with the, you know, going straight into, he's, he's married, <laughs> and scene. Right. I love the uh, Anderson's bit in uh, the first one, where he's <sighs> trying to figure out how Sherlock did it. Oh, right. Yeah. All, yeah, the oh, yeah. all the different yeah. theories all, uh-huh. that come up. The ridiculous and absurd, <laughs> and the, the obvious stab in the face at fanfic, yeah. where they have Moriarty and... 
Sherlock uh, about to about to Lip laugh about, about to make out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It could happen. It could totally happen. <laughs> no. And they they cut to the the face of the perfect goth girl. Yeah. Right. So you would totally write that. Yeah. 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 And Anderson's fanfic. like, what? <laughs> that makes no sense. It was yeah. good though. And they they yeah they they tease you and taunt you the whole episode long, and they don't deliver immediately on what actually happened, and then they also leave you wondering. Is that really what happened? Is that happened? really what happened? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Sherlock eventually gives a completely plausible mm-hmm. way explanation. They did it. Yeah. That, you know, why it was the way it was, why he was away for two years, why this was all necessary. Basically, it was in, in cahoots with his brother, who never, never forget, who is smarter than Sherlock. Oh, yeah. Um, to. Brother's name, my. Mycroft. Mycroft. Thank you, Mycroft. Yeah. He was. He is in in every telling. He is smarter than Sherlock, yeah. and he is, and the actors who've played him have all played it well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I have to admit, I, I like the guy in the series um, that we're seeing now, but I yes. I really really liked Stephen Fry in the in the movies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Playing Mycroft. I like, took a different take on Mycroft. Well, act- different take. Yeah. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. The, the actor who plays him in. Um, Mark Gaddis, who plays yes. him, is, he's actually a, a, co- he's a, yeah, he's a co-producer a and a writer. Yeah, right. he writes series. it. Um, so, he's great. Yeah, but it's it's really fun to see the interplay between the two of them. Mm-hmm. When they're playing Operation? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also talking about their childhood where since they were they didn't socialize with other kids... Sherlock thought he was a moron, so right? Just because Mycroft was that much smarter than him, yeah. And then they were reflecting, and then you know, mother and father tried, tried to socialize us. Oh God, what a disaster that was! Yeah. What, what were they thinking? <laughs> they were probably thinking that we needed to be around other children and yes. and learn. Yeah. And oh, that was a mistake yeah. on their part. Uh, and then you actually get to meet Sherlock's right. Yeah, you totally. Get see, you get to see mom and dad. Parents. Totally normal, yeah. not genius <laughs> level, not. And you're thinking, what the these. Poor parents. <laughs> these poor parents raising these two kids. How hard must that have been to have your child be that much smarter yeah. than you? Well, they did a good joke because they almost seem oblivious to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're just going to do our own thing. Yeah. You're, you're taking us to Les Mis. Sorry. <laughs> Mycroft's like, no. Crying on the phone. <laughs> well, the, yeah. The phone yeah. call from Mycroft begging Sherlock yeah. to, to take his place was awesome. <laughs> um, so... They have definitely maintained quality levels. Um, mm-hmm. Can definitely recommend picking up uh, Series 3 of, of yeah. Sherlock. And apparently they've been signed for Series 4 now as well. Yeah, and uh, apparently, I don't know if this is correct, but from the rumors, it's supposed to be Christmas of this year. Oh, wow. Right. So they're accelerating so they're it jumping. They're jumping right in then. But you can never, I mean, you never know. rumors, you They know might get they hired on to other things, so who knows? Well, I mean, the BBC does things, you know, it moves in strange and mysterious right. ways. Because <laughs> I mean, this, this year's Doctor Who... Won't air until August, but we will at least get the season in one bite. Yeah, so they're not going to split it up at least this, nice. this go round. So we got to wait until August to see Peter Capaldi. I saw some fun stuff on the internet of fan art drawn, a Doctor Who fan art drawn by Peter Capaldi. Oh, oh nice. he, is, he is a serious Artist. fanboy and has been his oh. his whole life. Wow, cool. So we have someone in the role who is not merely there as an actor yeah. for the first time in a long time, who is had, you know, was, was a fan yeah. since childhood. Well, that's that'd be awesome. Good. Um, 
but also is, you know is more of a nerdy yeah uh fanboy than others and is a fine artist because the drawings you were doing were, were, really quite, good. were quite good mm-hmm. huh. i could not draw that well because <laughs> yeah thanks a lot <laughs> I'm feeling that love. It's just <laughs> shooting across the table here. <laughs> Stab her in the face, would you? Grill. No. Damn it. Grill draws some mean stick figures. That's right. Stip- Got your back. <laughs> they are crazy good stick figures. Stick figure theater. <laughs> yep. It's important stuff. Just ask XKCD. Right. Where would we be? I can't draw that good of stick no. figures. No. <laughs> you know what's crazy is yeah. that what that guy does with stick figures, yeah. the, the expressiveness of his comic... Mm-hmm. And they're freaking stick figures. Stick figures, yeah. What's that? Oh, God. What's the name of the girl? Allie. She does. Allie Brosh. Allie Brosh. She actually, they did an interview with her on NPR because she was releasing her first book. Right. And she's like. Hyperbole and a half. Hyperbole and a half. She goes, you know, it takes me a really long time to make these crappy drawings. Like there's a certain style of crappiness that That I have to really work for. Within my various, you know, art programs that it's not like I'm just throwing these on the paper. Like I have to be consistent in my crappiness. So I have to keep it at that level. And it's, so it's not like it's, it's really easy to do because <laughs> when you look at it, you're like, wow, these are like, you know, because it's supposed to be like drawings of a five-year-old, six-year-old mm-hmm. right. as she tells her stories from, from that era. Yeah. And so it has a, a feel to it, but she's like, yeah, that's not just something I just toss on it's there. Not slap it's not slapdash. Yeah. It's done with a purpose. It's worked. And I'm sure the XKCD guy has the same thing. Like, it may be stick figures, but they I have are. to work to make these stick figures look the way they do. And they both pay off. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. I, I will consume both of those you know, comics just for, for hours. Just low fidelity. Yeah. yeah lo-fi, but still delivers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right in the feels well, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, and, and you get... These, but there are quite a few. Uh, cyanide and happiness as well. Uses, oh yeah, very you know, minimalist. T- very minimalist, terrible drawings. They're not terrible. Um, they're just they're just blocky and. Yep. And... Mm-hmm. It's see. This is how this is how we're gonna present this, as we were. Uh, and that was one of my acquisitions for my sketchbook last on. year at Phoenix Comic Con. Was a cyanide and happiness sketch. <laughs> yeah, completely awesome. Oh my goodness! So we caught up with Doctor Who. Caught up with. Sherlock, well, sort of. Yeah. So you did Doctor Who 50th anniversary and Christmas. No, episode. we'd already seen the 50th, yeah, but we hadn't seen, seen the, the Christmas. We hadn't seen the Christmas. So we gotcha. got that in. You know, a lot of shows started back up too. So Supernatural so, came back on. Yeah. Arrow came back on. Uh, Being Human, the U.S. <laughs> version, came back on. Uh, I'm still catching up with Arrow. I did season one. Yep. I'm part. I've just did episode one of season two on Arrow, and I'm just gonna now. I'm gonna catch up and. Yeah. It's good. Grab this it, last so. one, though, I was like head dusking a lot on this last episode. It yeah. Was, it was of like, which? Arrow. Why would Arrow. you do that? Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. You hit one of those episodes every once in a yeah. while where you're just like, I don't know about oh, that. Oh, and Supernatural, <laughs> too. Yeah. yeah. I pretty much just, that's a continual head desk if you actually are like going, do you guys ever learn at all? I mean, right. you've been at this for like how long now? Okay, this is season <laughs> nine, nine yeah. that you're in, and you're still making the same mistakes. Yeah, I'll make a deal with Crowley. This will work out well. <laughs> I can make this work. I'm gonna keep a secret from my brother because that always ends well. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> it's the same plot over and over again. This but is, they're very entertaining actors. This so. is truly fantasy because in the real world, people would learn, yeah. <laughs> or they would just kill. Or be dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they, and they'd stay in hell and, and the next per, time. And permanently they They've been yeah. dead yeah. multiple times. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, that one season they died like 17 times in this single Dean's season. Died about a million, <laughs> a million times, times. Oh, that's right. 
that's right. That yeah. one. Yeah. 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 That was season one. I think no, that actually. That two or three, right? Two, two maybe. Three. Yeah. And it was still uh, it was Gabriel. Still, <laughs> but it was still funny. Yeah. Gabriel yeah, was, was playing with him. That was, was awesome. That was good, yeah. but uh, but they're so they're such good actors that it yeah, can't turn it's, they're still even amusing. Even though I'm going like, oh, yeah. I still am watching though. Oh yeah, so I just work here, right? <laughs> so did a bunch of behind the scenes work on the station this week. Mm. The uh, mm-hmm. server is now a proper server, uh, a hosting facility. No longer garage mounted. No longer garage mounted. Right on. Nice. Uh, you notice that the decibel level in our garage when you go get a beverage is sharply lower than it was last time you were here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have a bunch of new live shows. On oh. The, the schedule is getting positively crowded. Oh, that's nice. It is. It is a wonderful problem to have. Yes. Uh, that also means that you know additional channels are in the offing. So keep an eye on the front page for announcements along those mm-hmm. lines and. And then you can tune into specific channels on specific times to hear live mm-hmm. shows. Uh-huh. Nice, that's um, cool. So we added this week uh, Nerd Parents uh, wow. with uh, Cleo and uh, Nicole Spag, and we have the Citadel Cafe with Joel Duggan. Is that and a Warhammer show? Or? No, that, okay. that's uh, <laughs> not unlike this very show. Oh, okay. Just um, with more Canadian. Cause oh. <laughs> more Canadian. So he starts every segment with, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Add Canadian. <laughs> Welcome to the Citadel Cafe. Uh, we're very sorry. Yeah. Uh, would you like some poutine? And No, because they broadcast from Halifax. So Citadel Cafe came in, uh, would talk uh, for the woodworking nerd in your life with Mark Spagnolo hmm. and the ladies of Leet. Is gotcha. now going to be broadcasting right. live in addition to being on the 24-7 server. Cool. Uh, nice. So that's yeah, really that's cool. That's Nicole, Kim, and Stephanie. So just go to alphageekradio.com and click on shows. And you actually have to scroll quite a bit to get to the end. Uh, coming this week, uh, Tom Merritt and Brian Brushwood, uh, if I can corner them and actually teach them the ways of the Shoutcast stream... The Daily Tech News Show with Tom Merritt and guests will be joining us cool. all weekdays. And Cord Killers, which is the, their cord cutting show where they say, we are a show not about just cutting the cord, but killing it with fire. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so they're serious about their uh, teaching people how to consume their media without uh, paying a tithe to the cable companies. Yeah. Which can definitely recommend. We've been... Coming we've... up on a year. Yeah, I mean, we we shut our cable off quite a while ago. We you know we have no cable TV at all, internet service obviously, and we invested because I work out of my house and mm-hmm. I need high speed internet anyway. Need so we invest. No, I have to I, for I the job. I'm giving you a hard time. So we invest in the best internet we can get in the house, but we stream everything. Yep. You know, I mean, literally. So yeah. It's interesting to see Cox Communications warming up for their eventual bandwidth cap. Because I get an email every month saying, uh, yeah, we, we monitor your usage and technically your package only comes with this many, you know, 250 gigabytes. And like, you technically, ended, you, you can suck it. You ended this <laughs> month. Well, eventually, they're going to say, we now have a hard data right, cap because right. as you well know, it costs money to manufacture extra ones and zeros. That's right. Yes, absolutely, it does. We it, have little like toll booths set up and everything. You know? Well, we failed the net neutrality case. Did they... That came through on Tuesday, and and we net neutrality lost. Yeah, the, in the, some ways it failed and won. At the and same time, it's really an odd 
an is, odd place we're left in now where it's yeah. like what you know two great evils right, <laughs> right. now have control of the internet the, and it's really unclear you know there's there's a lot of questions over whether because it didn't completely fail there's parts right. of it that they approved and also that but the bits that failed opened the door because all this hinges on the fact that in the distant past the FCC elected to not Classify regulate mm -hmm. ISPs as common carriers right. so they're not the same because category because they called them information rather than telecommunications and they didn't want to over regulate them right. the theory right. was they wanted to encourage innovation well that didn't go well because um, look at all the innovation and price drops and efficiencies we've had since oh wait we got the other thing and now that this, this case has been ruled the FCC may turn around and say okay ISPs you are now regulated as a common carrier, which means it's the same rule set as the phone company. Right, you're a telecommunications which company. Which means... Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they have to get that through Congress. And that was what stopped them. Because they did try before to regulate, to say, okay, you're now a communication, and, and lobbyists basically had Congress shoot down the bill. Right. So that doesn't exist, but they do now have other methods of control right. that they didn't previously have based on this ruling. And so Verizon came out saying, well, we're not exactly thrilled with this right. because they can now step in. And even though they're not uh, considered a communication carrier, they can still step in and put restrictions on Verizon. It's just not the same restrictions. I think most of the people around net neutrality wanted them to right. be able to do, which was to say, don't QOS our data. Right. Don't do anything. You, you, right. you provide us the bits and what we do with them right. is our business. You are in, you are in the business of connecting the wire and that's the end of the story yeah. mm -hmm. not extorting money out of us so we can watch netflix which is where <laughs> this could go so yeah. yeah that was big news we'll see what the actual fallout from that turns out to be it's it is it's a sphincter moment mm -hmm. of this yeah. this could end badly or well we, all we can do at this point is wait and we see, see yeah. wait for the first and regardless, we're still waiting for Cox to say you're going to give us additional yes. money every month. Yeah, yeah. or we're because it's you clear or... to us that you are streaming your media. Right. Yeah. Oh, and we watched when you canceled your Cox cable. Yeah. With us, so here's how we're going to get our money back right. from right. you. Right. You've been stealing from us. Yeah. I mean, I can just see Th that them. they feel that way. This about is it. their yeah. This is their rationale. Right, which is completely... Which is bullshit. Yeah. Pardon my language. No, Sorry. It, li it literally, <laughs> it demonstrably costs the ISPs more money to put in the systems for, tra for tracking mm -hmm. and policing and throttling way more money than it costs them for regular infrastructure upgrades to increase capacity. Of course. So d demonstrably, this is not about network congestion and never was. It is about making more money sure end of line yeah of course but i'm not bitter yeah well i mean so, yeah it I, I watch this with interest because as i build up alpha geek radio that's exactly the kind of yeah. thing that could torpedo the entire sure. the kind of thing that'll put us out of business yeah put the or make put, it, that would make the show un, make it, untenable yeah. to run. right because basically oh well you can have i can have whatever size pipe i want on my end between me and my listeners, if they don't pay for their premium pack, right. if I don't, if yeah, I don't, if yeah. I don't pay the all the different ISPs to be included in the premium pack, right? Sorry, you only get super slow access to your site from all the Comcast customers because, well, money didn't cross our palm, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Twice because they want to get money from the content providers and they want to get money from the consumers, sure. of course, but never anything like a racket or a monopoly. Nope. So, 
I'm hoping that's not where that ends up because I rather enjoy uh, doing Alpha Geek right, Radio and right. I'd like to continue growing it. Do you think EFF will have much to... EFF was on the doorstep the day the ruling uh, and made statements and they are, they are on top of the situation. Yeah. They are deeply concerned about it, always have been. This is one of their signature uh, topics. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, broadly speaking, everything I hear of them, I support the work that they've been doing. No, Electronic Frontier Fund- they... Foundation is made of awesomeness and win. You should go to their page, EFF.org. And donate to support them because they are looking out for you and your good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Lawrence Lessig and all those guys who got together and just fighting the good fight. Right. And they deserve our support. The more you know. Ding. Yeah. Exactly. What? Well, knowing is half the battle. Sadly, no it always, whenever someone says that, it's just a commercial for NBC to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All part of our common heritage. Right. Yep. All right. That handily brings us to our first break, which, due to us being exactly 30 minutes late start, still happens on the, the top and the bottom of the yep. hour. So you are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Alpha Geek Radio, still not throttled and still on the air. We shall return right after I remember that I didn't queue up any music yet. <laughs> because reasons. Because reasons. trying to get us. So trying, I was yeah. going to yeah. say. Exactly. I was going to say. All. Still not throttled, but you know. There's no crying in baseball. Oh. All right, now there's music there. Oh, oh, all right. Because awesome. I'm just that fast. We shall return right after. No comment. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> and enjoy. Hey, Scott Johnson here from Frog Pants at frogpants.com, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio.
Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. Geeks in a Gaming World. We are geeks. We game in the world. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. as usual. Grail, Daxa, what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> so checked out... Uh, Friend of the show, Ragok, recommended this game, Warframe, which yes. they talked ah, about on yes. Penny Arcade a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, which is what? It's Space Ninjas. Space Ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's the easiest way to sum it up is Space Ninjas. Gameplay, like gameplay, not graphics, not dialogue, not story, anything. Gameplay closest resembles maybe Borderlands or... Um, Gears of War type play because it's an over-the-shoulder game. First person or third person, but it's pretty close because you're really right over your shoulder. But you're a space ninja, so you have a sword, you have guns, and you go to town on some aliens that have done things to offend the space ninjas. I don't know exactly. They all don't speak English, so we have no idea what they're saying to us, but it doesn't sound Please good. don't kill me. Yeah. Please don't that kill me. That could be the case, because really it <laughs> seems like... Call a space dumpling. We need to kill you guys because you have fat loot, so we're going to murder you guys. So, But it's, I mean, you go in, and it's a free-to-play, So, and they do a pretty good job of balancing to say, if you want to spend money, it's just basically to accelerate things that normally would take time to do. But you can run missions, you can go group up to four people. That's definitely where it shines the best is with co-op, like any type of game like that. Uh, But, you know, for the low, low price of nothing, it's definitely (laughs) a fun time waster. uh, And you get, you know, it has some interesting leveling and ability to buy different Warframes, which are like different character classes. So you get different powers to use and stuff. So like my guy can, you know, all of them can run on walls and stuff. And he does like a dashing sword attack and others can, you know, shoot fireballs or whatever. I don't know. But it's... It's it's fire. fun to play. It's 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 a nice little break from uh you know League of Legends and uh right now I'm still working on Assassin's Creed 3. So that's my other main gaming focus right now cuz I want to get to 4 because it's so cool. <laughs> 3 is like 4 light. And his and his son will not allow him to yeah, play it. Yeah, I am not allowed. Because the, the son makes the rules <laughs> in your household apparently. Yep. It's his game. It's his game. So Dang it. It's like, aw. <laughs> gotta play this stupid aww, thing. Aw, son. Yeah. But son, but come on. do I have to? Yeah. He's like, just just play the main mission. I'm like, all right. We have those, we have those uh, conversations, not exactly the same, but the, the opposite end conversations with Nemesis, where Nemesis believes that any time we enforce a rule... So we enforce the rule, enforce the rule, enforce the rule. That's okay. Then we have a weak moment and we don't enforce mm-hmm. the rule. Every single time thereafter, we actually do enforce the rule. We're being mean to him. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You You're have being... broken. You've already right. shown there's an exception. So right. that exception Why is there is no the exception rule. every time? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You have right. rewritten yeah. the rule is what you've done. Yep. You've mm-hmm. created... You know, confusion out there. Now, now, you, yeah. now we've we've well, see, a world of flexibility is apparently a bad world. That's why I have to sense. abide by the gaming rule, though, because you know we'll get a game and we're like, no, you can't play it till we finish it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we basically are saying, you know, it's our game, you can't play it. So if it's his game. 
to keep that rule consistent, right. yes, yep. the, he makes the rule then. He on makes it. the rule. You can't so, play it until you play the yeah, other one. You have to play the story up to the right. So it's like, okay, I can I can respect it. I'm not yep. happy with it, but I can respect <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, so from uh, Kotaku in the year too late department, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Sim City is finally getting offline play. But that can't happen. That would require a major rework. Or as you or, quote from their press releases a year ago. Not. <laughs> I can I just cannot bring myself to care. No. Yeah, I I don't care. Any chance that game had died long, long ago, at least for you know, to be installed on my computer. Yeah. Yeah. Um the fact that A just will never see its life on Steam because it's going to be EA so it'll be on Origin. Right, which no. Mm. B, just mm-hmm. the amount of crap it's gone through. It's like there's just no reason to. Yeah, and uh, just, it's the product from a company that has demonstrated you know, cash before customers. Oh yeah. I mean a transparent cash grab right. over making a good product is a recurring theme with them. Yeah. So no, there's so many other Better options. Yeah, you have a major title with a lot of history behind it, and you have successfully ruined it. Congratulations. Well, and the biggest problem they ran into was they tried to justify it with BS. Right. If they had just come out and said, look, we understand this, what people are, some people are saying. We think this is the future. We're sticking to this. Right. You would have had backlash, mm-hmm. but not to the level when you were coming out and coming up with BS reasons why it couldn't be done. Transparently BS. Yeah. Obviously BS. Obvious <laughs> Emerging BS. from the bull in a yeah. video levels of Just BS. Terrible. So. And yeah. you look at it and go, yeah, I'm sorry. People just really actually aren't that dumb. Right. Like Blizzard yeah. got flack for Diablo three, but they never came out and said, "Yeah, it's physically impossible for us to make our, right. our system a game not to be online all the time." They came out and said, "No, we just we think that's the way it should be. We have chosen yeah. for it to be this way." Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, you take flack because people disagree with you, right? But you've stood your ground, yeah. And you didn't try yeah. and lie least, and BS yeah, exactly. and obfuscate the truth, right? Microsoft, same way. It yeah. Is, uh, we they didn't say the Xbox One has to be online no. all the time. This is we've chosen so to. Chose, yes. And now we we've heard works. that you hate that idea, so we're going to change yeah, it. We're going to back off a little bit, and then it'll reemerge later. And it'll reemerge later, just like the PS4 right. will eventually mm-hmm. force you into that. PlayStation but, Now, baby. You know. So yes. yeah, um, EA, you've you've made me not care. So we'll just be closing that tab. Yes. And moving on. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, uh, what else did we throw in? Okay, so Star Wars thirteen thirteen died, abandoned, dead, gone. gone. Yep. No hope of it reemerging. So, and it, you know, at least now, if the people in Disney are smart, and I'm guessing they are, because they're making money uh, hand over fist right now. You think that they're that going to go and say Mac mansion where you go swimming in the money? Yeah, yeah, is now a ride at Disneyland. Right. I think with real money in right, it. Right, right. <laughs> Gold bullions. <laughs> the balloons. But if they've listened, balloons. they had so much hype because once people said, oh, this is the Boba Fett game. This is what you're going to get to play as Boba Fett. So maybe it's just going to get re-released as a different named game like Star Wars. You get to play as Boba Fett. Give us your money. Like yeah. That'd be an yeah. okay title for the game. But You get to play as Boba Fett. Shut up and money. take yeah. my money. <laughs> right, right. I have to Cue tell you, fry, though. the uh, graphic. Yep. I am sad to hear, and, and I just missed this announcement. I know that it was out there for a while, but I missed the announcement that EA and Disney signed their deal, exclusive agreement to develop the Disney games. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars Disney the games. Star Wars yep. mm-hmm. titles. They could have they could have instead not shuttered LucasArts. Right. Um, and but they did the other thing instead. Well, I just I have no respect for EA. EA no. is my well, least favorite game developer. But you gotta realize if you're giving it to EA, that means you have access to Bioware, who has made the best versions of uh, Star Wars games okay. since LucasArts. Okay. So you do have at least the thought that you could there was get a Knights reason... of the Old Republic three right. out and that would be cool. But there's still a lot. Yeah, I mean When's the next X-Wing TIE Fighter? Like, that's been a series that's been dormant now for about Forever. 20 years. Yeah, give, me, give me Rogue Squadron. Give me so some kind of space-based too. shooter. Right. Because that's Star Wars. I still want to fly yeah. my goddamn X-Wing. Yeah, I mean, like, I right. love Jedi powers and all that crap, but let me fly a ship and shoot things. That's I want to shoot a TIE Fighter and have the wings go spinning off in two different directions. <laughs> yeah. right. Absolutely. I, I just have a medical need for that in my <laughs> life, and I am I am my my levels of, of Tie Fighter wing are, are dangerous. Yeah, exactly, I have not shot a Tie Fighter wing off for quite some time. It's... So earlier in the week, uh, Nintendo International yeah. <clears throat> oh. made a small announcement. <laughs> yeah, slashing their uh, anticipated revenue by about seventy percent. Yes, yes, and basically have owned the fact that the Wii U. Uh, is a complete flop. Yeah. Yep. Um, because well, they didn't advertise it. They have not utilized any of there's it. There's no killer apps. There's, there's very no killer, few apps. killer apps. They've for made it. no mention or motion like they're going to actually start making use of the unique things it can do in any meaningful way. Yeah. They have, they have, so they built this cool box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They gave it this capability. They promised And then they did nothing. They, they promised some capabilities that still have not released. Right. I'm right. still waiting. And I'm no longer, and now, now actually I'm not waiting because I now I'm not using a TiVo anymore. Yeah. Right. But when I had my TiVo, they had announced direct TiVo integration so you could do all kinds of fun stuff with right. uh, the TiVo through the control pad. And it, it still hasn't shipped and probably right. never will at this point. No. I mean, but just all the game. I mean, they're like in the article, it mentions like, here's the website that's dedicated to people throwing out great ideas yes. of what they could do utilizing the pad separate from the players. So many good all ideas. All the different things you could do. And Nintendo's said nothing about it. Yep. I particularly like the suggestion of doing it a sort of Netflix thing with uh, all their games. Yeah. Yeah. So what they were like saying is backlog, like, yeah, their, their back, back catalog. Their mm-hmm. back catalog. Pay a, pay a, a fixed amount saying, of, yeah. per month. And yeah, saying, all. okay, so may, maybe someone's not going to pay $5 for this game, but they might pay $15 for all the games right. per right. month. Yeah. Play all the games, Play all the games, exactly. Because yeah. then you can have, you know, more piles of shame. Well, I mean, but it's virtual piles <laughs> of shame. <laughs> you don't actually have to look at them. Exactly. But that, I mean, yeah. Cause Unless you, have, you choose to look at them. Right. Mario Kart on demand, so like, or the party game. So if you have people over, hey, I have all these ready to go. I always wanted to play through Zelda games, so those are all ready for you. I mean, yeah. it has such a catalog mm-hmm. that they could put up there. That would help the system a lot. Uh, it's semi-reminiscent of the Dreamcast. And the yeah. fact that Dreamcast came out and went, wow, that does some really neat things. And then they did nothing, nothing with, with it. it. It was the first internet-connected console. Yeah. Before broadband was around, it came, you could buy a freaking modem for we it. We played it like mad. Yeah, I loved we my had, Dreamcast. We still have it. And we have so many games. Yep. Yeah, I'm just wondering what the heck is going on. I mean, because simultaneously, Nintendo is still delivering on the portable front. Right. There, I haven't seen a ton of innovation on that side a lot of iterations so you have you have the 3ds xl yeah. so they've made it bigger and you know, the screens have improved mm-hmm. but 
Well, it's I getting. What th- what more can you? They do? They might be ceiling hitting the ceiling on that a little right. bit. What what more but can you do? It's definitely a money cash. I mean, they oh, have money, money coming. Yeah, in it's hand a cash cow. I'm wondering if there's some kind of fatal flaw under the hood in the design of the gamepad yeah. that developers keep running into where they have these ideas and they go to develop it and some bad decision that was made at the hardware level or at the just API level stops progress. just stops it from doing things you would think it sh- should obviously be yeah. able to do. But APIs could be rewritten. Right, but that's a major undertaking so, on an underpowered console. Well, where... But you realize also like Microsoft and obviously they've made a big offering to this and PlayStation now with the PS4 has said indie developers we want to make everything so easy for you right. so we're going to make it super easy so think about the AAA developers they're like oh my god this is super easy to write in most right. likely right. Nintendo has done nothing they've not tried to court right. indie developers at all and that hurts Yeah, it makes them a really closed path which means porting something so if I'm a developer and I go well I want to make for multiple systems why would I want to start with the Wii U right if I know it's going to be a horrendous translation, then to get it on the Xbox or on a PC or whatever else. I'm going to develop for the PS4. Right. Port it to the Xbox One. Get it to a PC easily. Yeah, and, and maybe why a couple of I... years from now, port it to the Wii U right. for a couple extra bucks, but it's not a priority. But it'll probably cost me a ton to make yeah. that because it's going to be a whole new development cycle mm-hmm. just because the Wii U is so different from everything right. else. It's a hard situation they find themselves in and you know i like the article basically the short answer is they need to do anything because right now what they're doing doesn't work what they're doing (laughs) what they're doing is nothing they have they've been silent yeah but but it is interesting you know we say yes they have cash cows on Mm -hmm. board with the ds but the article actually says the company's expected to post its third annual loss yeah due to a number of factors including the price drop on the wii u and the soft hardware sales across the board so it's the it's the the whole company is actually right. it's not it's just the Wii down. U it's dragging them down there's well, a little the bit DS, of albatross I mean even as even so. the DS that still sells and the gaming still sells that can't bring up as much well it's the fact they, they're, the they're not it. willing to license their properties to <laughs> right. other mm-hmm. uh, other areas so sure. they've they've closed themselves off from that window and I mean that may you know, if they don't correct themselves, they're going to go the way of Sega and have to become solely a software company and start licensing their products to other systems. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we'll have to we'll have Steam boxes and right consoles. Right, exactly. I I love the description of how you know all the problems are fixable. None of them are going to sink the company. But they they drop this figure in here that's really interesting, and it's just not a lot of companies can say this. They've got fourteen billion in liquid currency. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus. That's Apple computer levels of yeah. fourteen yeah. billion in liquidity. Just money. That's just, ready. just immediately available yeah. money. Yeah. That's what liquid. That's it's liquid. sitting in a bank account. That is known as the Pokemon account. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All oh that money God. that the DS has been printing <laughs> yeah. has gone into that account. Right. Yeah. Right. I just. But yeah, it's a. They keep it in the pokeball. So they post the loss. However, they could post losses probably for the next hundred years and and still still not go out of business. Liquid money on hand. Yeah. Um, oh God. So I just I saw that figure and went. So don't feel too bad for them. Well, I don't feel bad, but I I can see you know it's one of those things where they got to get the ship turning then at yes. some right, point. Right. Right. It's probably, not an emergency yet. Yeah. But get their ship together. Yes. Yeah. Get yes, that get ship, their together. ship together. Figure something out because it's cool to see at least they're innovating. I mean that's great, yeah. and there's some neat things they could be doing. 
But they need to get hungry again and really want to go after it. Barry B. A. in the RC says, killer app. Well, it plays YouTube, Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Hulu. Oh, and I think it has games, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Which pretty much describes my PS3. Right. I can't remember the last time a game was inside that thing. The first step to recovery is to Plays acknowledge boot. the problem, is uh-huh. how they described it. Like yeah. Nintendo is a recovering alcoholic, they, you know. 12 step program, baby. They don't. And like I said, if they're staying completely silent on this, it doesn't sound like they're willing to acknowledge the fact that they need to adjust their model somewhere. Somehow. Nintendo, we need to stage an, an intervention for yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, we need yes, to sit exactly. you down. Absolutely. We're all friends here. This is a safe room. Safe <laughs> it's room. a safe room. Yeah. So we, we're, we're bringing, you know, an ex, yeah. bring Xbox One, yeah. PS4. Right. The weird friend Steam box will come. Right. And the, the, the disenfranchised cousin, the Ouya. Yeah. Oh, God. We've all, we've all <laughs> written letters to you. And whoever has the pillow can talk. <laughs> Talking pillow. Last week there was the, the image on Reddit of the Ouya that someone uh-huh. found in the Goodwill for yep. nine ninety nine. Yep. Yeah. Well, guess that answers that question. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. It went precisely nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. And even though they are still like the, I saw an article that the person, the girl that created uh, Portal, the original one. Right. She went to a company and they were actually releasing a exclusive app for the Ouya, hmm. which is like a rhythm uh, the, uh, like fighting game or something like that. Hmm. I forget what it was called. Saw indications this week that uh, Steam has decided to abandon the touchpad concept for their controller yeah. and go for a more traditional analog stick. So it was, I'm not sure, it wasn't clear if they were going to offer it for sale as an option for mm-hmm. people who wanted it, which I hope they do, because uh, I will be curious what, what hardware hackers come up with with that, and, and maybe that will lead to the next big thing, but they've acknowledged that it was a little too avant-garde, a little too yeah. too far ahead of, of what people were expecting that the, the mainstream gamers would not be happy with it. Yeah, well, you lose a lot of your Tactile big... feedback. And... Well, not only that, but just think of like the the fighting scene like street fighter tekken mm-hmm. mortal Kombat. those are folks that have trained for years mm-hmm. eight hours on a Analog controller sticks. with yeah. sticks. sticks to tell yeah. them oh by the way yeah we're gonna no give sticks. you this and now you don't have sticks and you gotta, they're probably like that's not happening yeah, well, I, I will not be <laughs> playing not on your it. system right yeah. i will not play on that so exactly. i think they have to make concessions to the established Especially those type of... It'd be like going to a League of Legends player and saying, okay, yeah, now you're going to play with this mouse ball. And they'd be like, no. No. (laughs) No. We're selling a car with a joystick. This is is what you call understanding the needs of your audience. Right. Yes, exactly. Granted, it's a great innovation, but nobody wants it. It's it's, And as a peripheral, as an option, that's pretty cool. There might be certain games where that's really functional and you go, oh, wow, I'm starting to get it. But you have to to start a little slower than just saying, this is the controller. (laughs) I think that that might be the perfect controller for like an RTS. Right. It might be the one that it may be translates work. it for the big yeah. screen because yeah. you can you know select your units very easily, right. uh, a la mouse-ish. But, so that was interesting to see that they said, okay, we, we tested it and nah. Not so much. Not yeah. so much. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, with everything, you know, you need, you need, need that test, feedback yeah. though too. You, I mean, it's a lot of developers, obviously, you know, you see every sci-fi movie and stuff or if they're playing games in those they're like using their hands just in space kind of like the connect yeah. and yeah. it's like that's great in a movie yeah sucks when you're actually Real trying life. to play because you need something tangible there yeah. to to give you that 
uh, feedback that you're moving it a certain amount of distance. And the uh, feedback needs to be from your audience. It can't be from the yeah. people that are producing the game or the people that work for your company who yeah. may not be producing the game but are producing other games for you. It's got to be your audience. Right. I was listening to one of the other shows on Alpha Geek Radio during the week. Like, Sorry, I can't remember which one, but they were talking about they were had their PS4 and mm-hmm. they have the camera so it has the ability to listen for voice commands. Sure. And they've been watching uh, Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And it says, you know, they say Space Station a lot in the first season of DS9. <laughs> the reason I know this is every time they say Space Station, it goes, my, my machine thinks they're saying PlayStation right. and it reacts. <laughs> so I have a count of the number of times they've said Space, Space Station, Station. Yes. in the first season of DS9. <laughs> <laughs> so unforeseen, unintended yeah. consequences of voice control technology. <laughs> it's listening to the same movie yeah. you are. Well, it's like the trolling on the Xbox. It's like if you're losing a game, you just scream, Xbox off! <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that doesn't have a headset on, suddenly they're dropping from the game. Yep. Voice trolling. Ridiculous. So, last story was just a quick one. It was uh, about some updates to Mech Warrior, which is oh, somehow yeah. still alive, which is interesting to see. But they're actually making changes to the Mech Lab that brings it into what I would consider a functional Mech Lab, which is pretty cool. So, they're actually making these small steps that maybe within a year I'll be willing to reinstall it and play it more. <laughs> Yeah, UI version 2.0. <laughs> yeah, very pretty looking UI. They like their friends list. It's like, oh my god, a functional friends list, which was also missing heavily from when mm. we first started playing. So it's good I don't to see them how moving a friends along. List could be missing when it, a friends list is. It was I mean, there. Just... It just wasn't functional. It was like badly would, designed. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. just poorly, poorly designed. You couldn't do anything with it. You could sort of see they were online, but there was no real easy way to get them into your game. So you had to go through some other commands. It was just, just wasn't designed. Was like there was no UI person sitting there going, "What is the user experience going to be like yeah. with this?" It was it more was just like, "We'll just slap it in there and people will figure it out." Because we're all about big honking robots, right? Let's I work on the robots. I love the robots, but yeah, you, yeah, working on the robots gets old after a little bit. <laughs> I, I actually had that experience. I was on a call. Mm-hmm. Um, doing some work for the the company that I work for, and I had another person like virtually looking over my shoulder at the yeah. screen. I was sharing the screen with him, and he's like, "Oh my god, that's what that looks like to you." Uh, okay, I'm really glad I'm seeing this because <laughs> I can see exactly how you are totally not getting what you need. <laughs> We're redesigning this in the next few weeks. I really want to talk to you about what you need. Nice. And I'm thinking about the UI. It's all UI. Yeah. Every single thing I was looking at was UI. Oh, and yeah. it was just they made it essentially unusable. Yeah. So when you look at those things like, well, why do I go in and play an yeah. online game? Oh, UI is so important. For so I can play game. with other right, people. Right. So you need to make that... <laughs> You know, like yeah, the like they didn't have a built-in when you're not in a game. They didn't have a way to chat with one another. Like that's basic even worse. Uh, right? Basic. Uh, we need a lobby, guys. Yeah. Games have had lobbies for as long as anyone can remember. Yeah. So it's it is what it is. But it's like I said, I'm happy a because I do love BattleTech. So I'm happy to see it's still 
continuing, even though it's not getting my support any longer. And B, it looks like they're actually making some improvements. Now, if they could put in a different game mode than Deathmatch or King of the Hill, I'd be even more interested, which apparently is part of they're adding the meta game to it once they launch the clan invasion. So I'm so meta, even this acronym. That's right. Uh, and Boba Fetish from the IRC. And mm-hmm. thank you for uh, talking to the IRC, Boba Fetish, so that I could say your name. Uh, indicates that that was Brian Ibbett from the morning stream, who was uh, oh, okay. having his Netflix give his PS4 voice commands. That's awesome. Space Station. I wonder how many delicious we have on, on the PS4. No, Space Station. PlayStation off. Xbox One off. Xbox uh, off. Yeah. <laughs> How many people do we just piss off? <laughs> piss off. How do you get rid of your listeners? <laughs> I think I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah. Space Station. Space Station. <laughs> and there's the title of today's episode. Yeah. Casually Xbox Hardcore. Kill. <laughs> well, it's a, a couple weeks ago, we were looking at the things that came out of CES, and yeah. one of them was oh, that yeah. smart rifle that yeah. came out of CES. Yeah, that's right. And all I could think about was, all right, well, there's your first generation hunter killer. Yep. Right? Pretty much. We are Terminator. Here we come. Skynet. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we've already got the beginnings of Skynet. Now we've got the beginnings of the hunter killer. Right. It's ridiculous. So, dude, Xbox, initiate self destruct sequence. Mm-hmm. Authorization code Alpha 1, Gamma 2. Three. Listen for the wailing and gnashing of teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So that brings us neatly to our next break. And I actually have the music queued up this time. (gasps) Quite quite excellent. You thought ahead at least a minute. It happens. 30 seconds, maybe. Oh, hush. Hush your mouth. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Alpha Geek Radio. Check us out on the web. We have many things to touch and play with and listen to. You can catch us in a mobile way. Take your mobile device web browser and point it at mobile.alphageekradio.com or you can download the tunein.com app and search for Alpha Geek Radio. Just set it as one of your favorites and listen to the live stream, which is more and more full of actual live broadcasts and less and less recent repeats. So tune in at any time. And you can be pretty much guaranteed to find some kind of nerdy goodness entertainment going on. And more interesting things to come in the near future. Watch mm-hmm. this space. We shall return right after this. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com.
researched chaos. Casually Harker continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. Research chaos from our all-volunteer research team, who you can find on the forums at AlphaGeekRadio.com. Contributors this week include MacBit, not to be confused with MacButt, and the name I get to say again, Boba Fetish. Oh, yes. Boba Fetish. <laughs> Do you want us to leave the room? It's, is it the Cumberpatch <laughs> thing? Cumberbatch thing? Really? Leave us alone. <laughs> Best. Boba, you might want to run now. Best <laughs> fan ever. Anyway, I'm sorry, I was miles away. Okay. Uh, one of the uh, ones from the research thread, I've heard several different takes on this this week, but yeah. they all made me smile. Um, it's probably not the one you're thinking of. Really? The We touched on the other one earlier, Yeah. but this one is the My Buddies Over at T-Mobile. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're crashing the stock prices of all the wireless carriers. For yes. all the right reasons. So, if you're a regular listener to this show, you know I'm a long ago convert to T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. I started back in the day where they offered the pay-as-you-go, and right around the time Google started selling the Nexus line directly. Mm-hmm. So, for about three hundred bucks, I could get a bleeding-edge Android phone with unaltered, beautiful Android on it, and I could go to T-Mobile and pay each month a reasonable price uh, and a month-to-month commitment and get, uh, at the time, was slightly better than what I was paying to Verizon. Mm -hmm. Shortly thereafter, they switched over to their uncarrier promotion where they threw away all long-term contracts entirely, so I didn't even need to do the pay-as-you-go weirdness anymore, which had some limitations. I could be a regular customer, get their unlimited talk, Unlimited data for the phone and 500 megabytes of hotspot for 60 bucks a month, which to me seems extremely reasonable. And come to learn in December, at some point they quietly slipped in a new package. Well, all I had to do was go to the website and say, change my data package mm-hmm. to from unlimited data with 500 megabytes for 20 bucks to unlimited data with two and a half gigabytes oh, wow. of hotspot for the same 20 bucks. Hey. Nice. All of, all of this with no long-term commitments, no two-year anything. No if, penalties. Right. No. And if you want to finance the phone, they will do that with you, and they will. it'll be a separate document where you will clearly see, I am financing the cost of my phone. None of this molding it, blending it into the cost of your monthly right. service and right. stretching it over two years. Just clearly, here's how we're doing business. Pay for your phone over six months, totally separate. Pay interest Here's on your, it. Here's your right. You're financing it. Now they've shot across the bow of all the other competitors in a big, big way. They've said, "Hey, you want to get out of those long-term commitments and come to month to month, and we can leave and change your plan every month anytime you want. We will pay your early cancellation fees from all of our competitors if you want to move to us. So now you can freely move over here, no penalty." Mm-hmm. Oh dear! Wow! Yes, yeah, that, that yes. freaked people out. Well, that freaked oh, out Wall Street. Wall Street, uh, uh-huh. yeah, because it's the beginning of the end of the 
grossly over profitable wireless yeah. industry. Yes. The yeah. pricing is, and the profit is about to come more in line with reality. Well, what I love though, it wasn't they weren't freaked out by T-Mobile doing this. They were freaked out by AT&T, AT&T reacting, reacting to, to T-Mobile yes. doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because exactly. now they're like, "Oh my god, it's on. this might actually start a price war." Right. Which a long cut, overdue price which war. Which will cut into margins. This will cut into our profits. Yeah. No. Not as much profitability. Which I love because these are the same folks that would stand there for things like, I don't know, healthcare law or uh, such examples and go, you know, let the market work. Let the market decide. The market yeah, handles, the market mm-hmm. will work all this stuff out. It's like, well, now the market's working. It's like, well, we don't like when, when the market works like this. Yeah. <laughs> but the reality is that the market is doing what the market's supposed to right. do. It's it, creating competition. This is a correction, exactly. basically. Yeah. It's, it's T-Mobile has, as far as I'm concerned, they have to... Trem- earn tremendous respect from me. Yeah. They've also First stopped off, their colluding service- with the other characters, right. yep. basically. Yeah, their right. service is um, their service is rock solid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least in Phoenix. In, at least in Phoenix, Phoenix in, yeah. in my experience. Their prices are reasonable. Yeah. They have all of the same phones that everybody else does. Yeah. So you can get the phone that you want to get. Yep. You're not you don't feel trapped with the two year but why would I leave T-Mobile when they're treating me well? Right. Like, ni- right. Neither do I feel a need to leave. So exactly. they've got all the stuff going for well, them. And that's nobody just else is out there doing that, which means your right. only choice to leave would be to either take on something like Cricket, which is much less service, or right. lock into a contract. Right. And and I came to T-Mobile because my last contract was terrible. Yeah. Mm. AT&T. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was AT&T. Exactly the same usage on the phone. Two hundred and twenty-five dollars a month, AT and T. Sixty, yeah, sixty dollars. Seventy after taxes. Seventy after taxes with T Mobile. Yeah, there's conversation going in the Black Void. Uh, Barry mentioned he has Sprint. A few other people have Sprint. Um, we're on Sprint, mm-hmm. and they have been good. There's been a couple times where they've been not great, but they actually are expanding their network, so they've done well. But they are a lock-in for two years every mm-hmm. time. For the moment. For the Well, like I said, right now they have, like, LTE is appearing around the valley for us now, finally. Right. So that's a, a nice step in the right direction. But, you know, if T-Mobile's willing to pay the cancellation fee mm-hmm. and they offer better prices and same amount of service, it's like, oh, why would I stay with Sprint then at that point? Because, I mean, yeah, the Sprint bill is high. Yeah, well, the only wrinkle is... It is high. Um, and it may, this may yeah. not be offset by it, but you will, you know, you'll, you'll be paying upfront for your phone. Well, of course. So, but I can highly recommend uh, the now yeah. the now Nexus Five is now available, just, and just buy it directly from Google and just show up with it at the T-Mobile store, and they'll put a SIM card in it, and that one supports LTE where mine does not. So they can't transfer over your phone that you depends bought. on the technology. Because okay. remember, in the U.S., air quotes right. to encourage uh, competition. We have two different major standards of wireless. Sure. And the rest of the world, to encourage crap working together across (laughs) borders, has one of them. Right, right. So if you're... So this is uh, GSM versus... um, CDMA CDMA. versus... Mm -hmm. uh, It's an alphabet soup of many different standards Mm now. But the, uh, the major families, if I recall correctly, the Verizons... And sprints of the world are one. 
AT&T, AT&T's GSM. T-Mobile are the, are the GSM providers. Basically, if it has a SIM card, it's one family. If there's no SIM card required with a phone, by its very nature, it's just locked into the one technology. Uh, that's become less true because more and more the phone manufacturers, as components have gotten smaller and smaller, have been building universal devices. Right. So, so it has both in it. So your iPhone 5S, right. they have a single model of phone that can function with all carriers worldwide. Right. Because the radios have gotten tinier and tinier and tinier, and they just, they just cram them all in there. It used to be you had to buy the Verizon version of the iPhone 4 or the AT&T version of the iPhone 4 because they had totally right. different radio chipsets in them. Now they just give you everything, and you can sign up with whomever you want. So, hmm. yeah, but I can – I mean, I've got the I, the Nexus 4, so I'm on, I'm on HPSA+, Plus, which is the early thing that they called 4G. And they've, they're since – are replacing it with long-term evolution elsewhere, but I've I've been completely satisfied with the older 4G. And T-Mobile. and I've been 100% happy with my iPhone 5 on there. Mm-hmm. It's um, it, honestly, they'll take they'll take your phone as long as it. Oh yeah, will they'll work give you trading value for it too. Well, that's what yeah. I actually did yeah. a quick read of their website, and so yeah, you do have to tra- you have to trade in your phone. There is no basically in order to qualify for the ETF. Oh offer, yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. You must be switching from a postpaid plan, and you must be turning in a, a device. So that mm. makes sense. So you are you are definitely going to be settled with getting a new phone, but phones if are it's cheap. Worth it, phones are cheaper than ever. Yeah, and you own it outright. So the ability, if T-Mobile pissed you off, you could walk right back to Sprint and sign back up sure. and keep yep. your phone. Sure. And they there are no early termination fees because there's no long term contracts. So it's right. and I and I will, you know, I will give you the thumbs up and say I can definitely recommend doing it. So I'm very yes. glad that T-Mobile, the company that almost ceased to exist in the not too distant past, right, yeah. mm-hmm. and would have if the government had not put a halt to the sale, have now taken their money from that deal falling through because there was a clause in the contract where AT&T had to give them a pile of cash and also had to give them chunks of radio spectrum rights, which was the big, the bigger part of that deal. Right. And they are now shaking up the entire industry. Yeah, it's good. Good on you. Shake it up more. Compete the hell and get all, get all the customers and make the other guys try harder. Right, they have Absolutely. not been trying that's, very hard. That's no. what we. I mean, that's what that's we competition. want. That's mm-hmm. competition. May the best man win. Yep. Be smart. No and for today, it seems to be T-Mobile. And no, we're not being paid to advertise for them. Right. right. <laughs> no, they didn't pay us. We wish they would, though. <laughs> Please reach out. <laughs> the email link on the front page of AlphaGeekRadio.com will lead directly to the advertising department. Send your checks now. <laughs> What? I just wish. Work here. All right, so more research goodness because I'm yes. on the entirely wrong page because I uh-huh. fail. Uh, so we touched earlier on yieldy net neutrality ruling. Right. Do There's a lot of very reactionary stories out there. Oh, it's the end of net neutrality. Do a little reading. It is not quite as doom and gloom as it appears on the surface. Uh, Tom Merritt over on Daily Tech News Show does a very good summary of it and an explanation of... The goods and the bads, and there's mm-hmm. some, some potentially pretty horrible right. outcomes, but it's not necessarily the final nail in the coffin, and we, no. have, we have no net neutrality. 
regulation will continue. It's not a free for all for the for the evil uh, carriers. It only if the ruling only affects hardline. It is uh, there's a separate set of rules for wireless, wireless. carriers, so it's not a, a you know a done deal. Um, so just get out there and and read up on it because it is important to pay attention to that one so nothing slips through under under the radar and suddenly we're all getting you know quadruple size bills and Jesus. have no recourse um, and again head over to eff.org uh, and support them in their their fight for our rights mm -hmm. to party nice what <laughs> can i not slip in a reference of course that's fine it's just funny <laughs> i'm coming it's one of you. grail's favorite bands anyway yeah indeed the uh Fun link. One of the fun links from the research said this week. Oh, the uh, the one about the your flyer. phone, the flyer. Yeah, yeah. Radio so Shack. Someone took a, a screenshot of, a, of an old holiday sale flyer from the uh, Radio Shack. Radio Shack. Like ninety one. Yeah, nineteen ninety one Radio Shack ad, and they listed everything that appearing on the front page of that ad, and determined everything from this nineteen ninety one Radio Shack ad you can now do. On your phone. On your phone. Except for two minimal items, but everything right. else was... And it's a great illustration of, number one, what we used to think was cool. Or at least what Radio Shack thought. I mean, Radio Shack is, is, is was and remains the Circle K of electronics store. If you desperately need something and are willing to pay a massively inflated price to get it, they will have it for you. Um, but only shop there if you absolutely have to. And just how far technology has come. So on the cover of this, the President's Sale, President's Day Sale mm -hmm. from 1991, and they have things on here like a cell phone, but it's the old mobile carry, it, carry it in a small suitcase <laughs> yeah. one for $199. They have the uh, personal computer, IBM compatible for $1,599. Introductory special, uh -huh, mm -hmm. bonus package. Uh, they have some standard telephones listed here. They have a Citizens Band radio. They have a cassette tape player. They have a portable deluxe CD player for one hundred and fifty nine ninety five. Hmm. Uh, camcorder, set of stereo speakers. Uh, the slim calculator. This the slim calculator because <laughs> it's Radio Shack. Yeah. yeah. Um, earbud, uh, headphones, and I can't make out what that one is. So, literally, all these things that used to cost hundreds and thousands of dollars separately are on the high-powered pocket computer that we laughingly refer to as a smartphone. Right. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Star Trek, and here's your tricorder. Well, I think that it was over. It was about five thousand dollars, wasn't it? Was the total? Mm -hmm. So think about it. You pay. I pay three hundred fifty three hundred fifty for your phone, for my phone up front, and you've got five thousand dollars worth of yeah. stuff in and in nineteen ninety one dollars in nineteen ninety one dollars and more really because you add a couple of apps and you've gone far way beyond, beyond what this that. thing could have you know they would have even predicted absolutely yep uh, yeah I like the fact that it goes bonus replacement it's not for an item for sale but at the bottom of the ad you're instructed to check your phone book for the radio shack stack. Uh, Shack store. Here's <laughs> you. Do you even, do you know, even know how, how to use, use a phone book? <laughs> yeah, that was really Not good. Really. Dude, do you even lift? That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that is a uh, that was entertaining, and it just makes you pause to think just how uh, I, I still love Louis C.K. He does his bit. 
everything's perfect and nobody's happy. Right. He was on that Tonight Show, I think, and he does a, just a bit about when he was on a plane right after high-speed internet in planes became available. Yeah. It was like during the very earliest days, and then he was railing against the guy next to him who was bitching about the fact that it cut out <laughs> during the flight, and the guy was, was seriously perturbed. He's like, you're sitting in a flying tube going hundreds of miles an hour, and radio from satellites is beaming into your device and connecting you to, to things that are thousands of miles away. And you're not happy. And you're not happy. <laughs> Nothing is going to make you happy. Um, we, we constantly, we, we get caught in this cycle of expecting more, wanting more, expecting more. Right. And things that are unbelievable become expectations overnight, sure. it seems. And just stop. Smell the roses. Realize what an awesome time it is to be a nerd. Yeah. And the, the, just the, the miraculous things that we do on a daily basis. We are running Absolutely. our own radio station from a spare bedroom. And we're talking to anyone, anywhere, almost anywhere in the world. Who will want to listen. Including the International Space Station and Antarctica. <laughs> they all have the option right. to tune in and hear us loud and clear anytime they want. All for the low, low price of you know the fifty nine ninety nine I pay a month for my cable modem for fair service. Right. I know people outside the U.S. are look pointing and laughing at our internet service, saying, "You get how many kilobits per second for sixty dollars a month?" Whoa! I'm very sorry. You guys live in a third world internet country. Yep. <laughs> Because that's a whole other argument about how crappy you know, we we pay the most for the least service of any developed country in the world, um, but it's still miraculous, and the the technology is unbelievably cool. And just remember that, and how awesome it is. And and before you get too angry or pissed off when something doesn't work, right? Think about the ninety nine percent of the time that it does work, and it's awesome. Okay, I'll get down off my soapbox now. <laughs> That was a great little article leading yeah. up to that, though. No, it was great. Go go and read that one. Barry will link it in the, the IRC, and it'll be in the show notes, as per usual. Cool. Always at, at the end of the uh, research thread for each work, for each work, for each week, Barry uh, posts a summary of the links that we used. And also, you can read anytime you want any of the ones we didn't have time to get to, because there's all kinds of fun and neat things in there as well that are worth your time if you're looking to be entertained, informed, and lightly massaged. What? <laughs> that last one only works if you have the full VR ring. Oh, I see. Ah. And the massage is from Nomwise, so yes. it will be memorable. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of groin area. I learned <laughs> from Boba Fetish. Because he's, really? he's the only other one out there with a the full VR rig. Ah, Power ah I see. And he has magic hands, I tell you. <laughs> oh. I'm really oh scared God. now. It's a magical place. Yep. <laughs> what? Nothing. What was that? Oh, I said that last night too. It's a magical place. Right. <laughs> yep. All right. It is. So, that would be a show. That would be a show. Started late. Sorry. What? Better than sousaphone. But I just like saying it. Sousaphone. What's a sousaphone? <gasps> What's a sousaphone? Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a Mel Brooks joke coming on. <laughs> it's an actual or thing. Or a dance number. So tuba. You picture yeah. tuba, the upright one that yeah. 
That's a tuba. Okay. Picture the one that the marching band guys carry that wrap around, around them. Yeah. That's a sousaphone. Oh, okay. Ah. They never call it a sousaphone. John Philip Sousa. Okay. So hmm. you have, the more you know, ding. <laughs> Today I learned what the WTF a sousaphone is. Is that a sousaphone in your pocket? Or are you just <laughs> going to going, band camp? Are you just really infected with something? Because my God. <laughs> Doctor, I have this growth. Yeah. Too All right. Like. So as is the usual norm, let us close with thank you to our all-volunteer research team. We greatly appreciate your efforts in bringing us all the best and nerdiest that the internet has to offer each and every week. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. You can find us on the internet in many different ways. We are on The Bookface. Just search for Casually Hardcore. And you can also search for Alpha Geek Radio if you want to monitor what the station in general is doing. Get announcements when shows go live and when things are posted to the front page and the like. On the Twitter, it's Alpha Geek Radio for the network. Hardcore Casuals for the show. I am on there as GnomeWise. Iolite is on there as Iolite underscore CH. Daxa is D-A-K-S-A, not D-A-X-A. D-A-K-S-A-C-H. And the Grail, unless he has changed his name as he was threatening to last week, is Izzy Grail. I-Z-Z-Y-G-R-A-I-L. You can send in emails to the show to the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show, not any old show, the show at alphageekradio.com. Visit the front page on the right-hand side. You will have opportunities to sponsor a segment. You can send us five bucks and then a paragraph of something you want us to say to introduce a particular segment on a particular show. Dedications, funny voices are all acceptable within the realms of legality and good taste. Mm-hmm. And we are the arbiters <laughs> of what is good taste. Thank okay, so you. Not very good arbiters, but yes. Exactly. I said nothing about the quality of the arbitration, <laughs> merely that we are the arbiters. And you can also set up a subscription if you wish to Support the station in an ongoing fashion, which with the big changes I'm implementing is going to become more and more necessary. So watch for the Indiegogo uh, fundraising <laughs> announcement, and I will be asking you for your subscription later because it's going to be great and awesome, but it's hosted on the cloud now, and they want money. They want money. They want they money, want money for that kind of stuff. Money I know. people. But that way, the station will always be there streaming. Damn so. you, net neutrality. Damn you, net neutrality. <laughs> people want money for doing stuff now, <sighs> even. Jesus. Tell you. But there'll be stations there for you to listen. They'll be on the air. They won't be going down when my uh, refrigerator turns on or when my internet at home goes offline. Turns so off, yeah. It's a happy, happy thing. No longer relying on residential level service levels for internet correct uh and there's passive ways you can support the station and the show as well if you need to purchase something from amazon just begin your search for your items in the search windows on the front page of our site there's one there for the uk and eu and another one there for the us and when you finalize your purchase we get a little cut of that and it costs you nothing extra so you get your stuff for the price you were going to pay anyway and you support the station all in one swell foop. It's a happy and wonderful thing. Swell foop. I will swell your foop. <laughs> Just come. That did not sound good. Come closer and I'll show you. Foop. <laughs> this is where I keep my foop. <laughs> it's a foop paw. You remember my foop, right? <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Pretty. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, <Okay>. it has been. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, it's yep. time to end, quoth Jeremy Clarkson. We will be back next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Hopefully with a different bat rig, but that's a whole other story. Fingers uh, crossed. Yeah. Uh, sacrifice a live chicken to the flying spaghetti monster. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Eyelight. I have been Dexa. And I've been Grail. And we're out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.